All right. Yep. You ready to do this? I just got to get out my little device. Not the one you're thinking of. This one vibrates at only the proper times. Oh, boy. This baby got rhythm. Not Pat. All right. And a one and a two. Uh. <laughs> Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule, dot, 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 until now. <laughs> I am Mark Davis, and I am here again with Seth Ford. How are you, Seth? Who doesn't have as much punctuation today as Mark Davis. <laughs> sometime, sometime in the future, I will. Largely dodged public ridicule, ellipsis, until now. Ellipsis. Uh, and uh, we... Um, We'll be able to trim a little bit of fat off of this one because we've already done a little bit of a, a deep dive, I guess a pretty shallow dive, honestly, into the band Train. From, Enough of a dive. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It does not take much. Uh, San Francisco uh, native sons um, that, uh, that do good uh, at making uh, very deep sounding lyrics. Who is that band? That band is Train. Who my nephew likes to call Twain. <laughs> Mark Train. Mark Twain. Um, and uh, if you're listening to this, there's a chance that you've already listened to our episode on the hit song Drops of Jupiter, Tell Me. Um, and uh, or this is... A. <laughs> a. A. It's like a letter Kenny song. This guy is to A... As uh, the crash test dummies were to mm -mm. Mm. Um, this song, uh, the last song was written in 2001 or as or I'm sorry, or as uh, uh, Janis Joplin is to na 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 or the Beatles or the Beatles. Um, so the last song was done in 2001 drops of Jupiter. This song fast forwards about seven years to 2008. Um, and at this point, they're on their now fifth album. The train has not slowed down. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like locomotive breath. We like to make the occasional uh, reference <laughs> to Jethro Tull. Jethro, Jethro Tull reference. Indeed. Um, so uh, we're fast forwarding a little bit to the hit song, Hey Soul Sister. And uh, originally I wanted to do Drops of Jupiter. Uh, our plans were semi-foiled when we found out that the song was not about a... Uh, a beautiful 20 something year old woman sleeping in Tybo a studio <laughs> apartment Ty Billy Blanks devotee um but was actually about his mother who passed away recently who he's angry at yes uh and before we knew all that information um I wanted to do that one until I heard this song and then it was really a, a fight over which song was worse um and uh, I think we both may agree that this one is lyrically Lyrically, worse. this is a lot worse. This is a lot you worse. You prefer the music in this one, though. I, I don't mind it mainly because of the uh, ukulele intro. You are a ukulele man. I like, yeah, my, I was drawn to ukuleles from uh, from Tiny Tim, from Roy Smack, from a guy named George. For 
just a little bit of a geek out here. Go listen to George Formby. He's an old English. He's like a, a Weird Al kind of guy, but uh, from the 1930s and 40s in England. Played a banjo ukulele. He's awesome. I love ukuleles. And this song, you know, I think that Pat Monahan one day recognized on the internet somewhere that, hey, ukuleles are hot. So he ran down to his local guitar center and decided to go to work on this song. I don't hate it. I don't hate the music. Okay. I don't hate the music. It's not terrible. Um, it's not great either. Now, this finds Train in a very unique position in their uh, career. At this point, um, almost every band member that we uh, knew from uh, their previous uh, music video that we and song that we spoke about, everyone is gone, mm-hmm. uh, just yeah. about. Um, in, in the music video, uh, you will see that they are performing, but there are only three people Mm -hmm. there is of course our main man who is pat train monahan yep who we can blame all this for (laughs) indeed and uh at the time um they still had uh their drummer who they who was around for for a while drops of jupiter uh he was yes he was drops of jupiter certified um and uh and their guitarist uh jimmy stafford Mm -hmm. uh the one that you mentioned uh, and their drummer Scott Underwood at the time, uh, and they've uh, they've all come and gone. It seems like in different points of the career, uh, the band is now comprised of only Mr. Monahan mm-hmm. and a bunch of other uh, like hired guns. Basically, yeah. At this yeah. point, hired guns. This song was um, was written by, of course, Pat Monahan as well as um, uh, these two producers, Amund Bjorklund and Espen Lind. Um, it was one of those, you know, who also designed Scandinavian furniture in their spare time. <laughs> they sound like Scandinavian they furniture. Bjorklund. <laughs> yeah, I, I bought a Bjorklund. Oh, um, I got my hands on a beautiful Lind this weekend. Oh, geez. Was it the Espen Lind? It was the Espen Lind. Oh, God. That's all those are out. so it gorgeous. Teak. <laughs> and they are, they are a part of a Norwegian production duo named Espionage. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a little bit about the inception of this song. This is a quote from Pat Monahan. I said, I want to try and write an inaccessy song. That, okay. <laughs> what? What? So they started playing kind of an inaccessy song, and I wrote the song Hey Soul Sister to it, and the melodies and started to sing it. And I said, man, this just doesn't sound great to me. <laughs> so Well, <laughs> I would say that, that Pat is his best worst critic. <laughs> So he's like, yeah, this sounds like shit. <laughs> like, this doesn't sound great. Let's go with that. I Pat, will say for a career. I feel like the more I know about them and him, the more I'm like, I gave this guy a bad rap. He sounds like kind of a good guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's all so making then, sense now. So then he says, one of the guys, Espen, who's like a huge star in Norway, picked up a ukulele and said, hey, how about this? I said, are you kidding me? And it made the difference. It probably sounded like. Hey, how about this? Because it's the only accent that's okay <laughs> no, to make good. fun of. I was going to try and counter it, but I'm not going <laughs> to. It made my words dance. It made sense. These words were meant to dance with ukulele and not guitar. Oh. Now, this gives a little insight into this guy, I think, talks just like he writes lyrics. Like kind of does. He uses yeah. like playful and colorful words, mm-hmm. but they make him sound like... What the fuck are you talking about? Like, kind of like an idiot. Yeah. Like, maybe a little simple, like, uh, a little you know. simple. Simple Jack. <laughs> simple <laughs> refers to his tears <laughs> as I, I rain 
or something like yeah, that. Oh, that's right. You referred to summer was, uh, <laughs> she, she talks like summer back from drops of June, but or something or exactly. walks like summer. His analogies yes. are terrible. His similes are terrible. And in the music video, you can see, uh, Mr. Jim Stafford with his guitar slung over his shoulder, not as if he's some kind of guitar samurai and with a ukulele at the ready, not the Winter Haven Jim Stafford from Smiter, Spiders and Snakes <laughs> fame, correct. who is a, a guitar wizard, a guitar sorcerer. Yes. Um, now, I'm going to tell you something else. Oh, I love this. So this is if this is Go ahead. I'm excited. Seth. This is the song that we thought Drops of Jupiter was. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is about the girlfriend. This is this is uh, Mr. Stafford, okay. not New Haven, Okay. admitted the inspiration for the song came about while Monaghan was imagining what Burning Man must be like <laughs> and started penning lyrics inspired by the imagery he saw. Quote, the story lyrically, I've heard Pat talk about this in interviews. He's always heard of Burning Man. Somewhere in Reno, Nevada's desert, they do it every year. Mm -hmm. It's this whole city in the desert that gets built for a festival that happens every year. Mm -hmm. They build a huge man out of wood, and at the end of the festival, they burn it. Pat had never been to Burning Man, but he had an image in his head of what it must be like. All these beautiful women dancing around the fire. That was the imagery he conjured up when he was writing the lyrics to Hazel's sister. It's a pretty big deal. Thousands and thousands of people go to it every year. People run around naked, and I guess it's a total crazy deal. And this is what that festival sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, man. I just don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so at all, man. Who? Okay. That festival is closer to like Skrillex or ninety <laughs> or, or, or Nine Inch Nails or something along those lines. In no way does this song I evoke images of I just picture the two of, of them in a car and, and Pat Monahan has a newspaper up and he goes, you hear this Burning Man? <laughs> it's, uh, I guess it's a bunch of 20-somethings go out there and build a giant guy and set him on fire. It sounds like my kind of time. Get a ukulele. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like man, that scar. It's like his scar starts heating up whenever, whenever he has these weird sick ideas <laughs> like, starts heating up like, oh, you see it start glowing red oh my god and then he writes this fucking terrible oh my god the similes the metaphors the idioms they're all abound and mm -hmm. they're like i mean it's like some okay it's like he got a bunch of like he had sex a bunch with women that were like Say that walks like summer and talks like rain line. Oh, he's that, probably been through eight and, years and of so that. And so now he's like, every fucking lyric mm -hmm. is going to be a play on words that doesn't make sense. Right. A stumble on words. I, really there's something is, for yeah. everyone. I'm just going to basically throw a bunch of spaghetti at the wall, see what sticks, and <laughs> see what line makes a woman like, you know, get yeah, a wetty. Right. Hey. 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 What he's built his career on. Yes, at this point. Your lipstick stains. Oh. This is where it <laughs> I goes. I can't even get through this. This is where it goes. Your lipstick stains on the front lobe of my left side brain. That is the dumbest opening line of any song. And it, this is... Can I, can I just say with the mental image that it evokes? Please. Do you remember... The aliens with their heads in glass bubbles and Mark Mars attacks. Yes. Okay, there's one of them's got a lipstick stain right on the bubble <laughs> okay. right there. That's I don't know why that's the picture that it conjures to me, 
But like, ooh, he's a little alien. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so your lipstick stains on the front lobe of my my left left side side brains. Is he trying to say he's left-brained? Is that what... I think so, which the whole left side, right side thing has been debunked right right your left side does not is but it's not your, songwriting yeah you know. i guess you know we've got to give him some some leniency some license, here yeah but uh so she kisses his brains she okay. loves his brains i suppose love the taste of those brains the, front the norwegians lobe. had something to do with that man i guarantee you <laughs> yeah well left side brains because generally it's either your brain or people will refer to them i guess collectively as your brains brains and of course we all know that the left side is far more delicious than the right side (laughs) it is it's fattier i knew i wouldn't forget you brain (laughs) i knew i wouldn't forget you and so i went and let you blow my mind i'm so glad he let her in what a sweet boy yeah he's such a nice guy um yeah like this uh this i think there is a couple of other lines in here where he Gives off the impression that he makes the the call as to like what he does. Like I let you blow my mind. Mm-hmm. Very like kind of con- like weirdly controlling. Like it is. Like it oh is. well, I'm I, I get to decide whether or not you blow my mind. Right. And, uh And I let you because I wouldn't. It's not just a you. spark that can happen. I'm gonna let this take place. Right. Yeah. Your sweet moonbeam. Is this or is this not a reference to a vagina? Well, let me hear the next line. The smell of you in every single dream it I is. dream. It is a reference to a vagina. It is totally, yes. Uh, I knew when we collided, mm-hmm. you're the one I have decided. Reinforcing. Who's one of my kind. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I'm going to dis- make up I'm, our minds. I am yeah. doing it. I, yeah. I've. It is my decision. I am consciously letting... Deciding that you are one of my kind. It's like, well, that you don't really get to decide that. You're one like, of my kind. Yeah, in excess. <laughs> there you go. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That is big. Hey, soul sister. Ain't that Mr. Mister on the radio? Stereo? What? Why does he? I, I've always been bothered by the fact that he says radio and stereo. Well... You know, there were a time, there was a time that things were only in mono and then they come, you know, they came out with stereo and that of course became a big thing in the late sixties. And so I, I'm more perplexed by the, uh, the Mr. Mr. Uh, reference, which for those of you that don't know, they did a song back in the eighties called, uh, Broke- these broken wings and learn to fly again. Yeah. Which is, that's kind of perplexing because. I don't know what what do they what does Mister Mister have to do with is ain't that Mister Mister on the radio? They don't sound anything like what the the pictures that I think this song is trying to evoke, which is of course uh, a colliding with a vagina. Um, yeah, so I guess he's just like, hey, woman, isn't that Broken Wings on the radio in stereo? I guess the way you move ain't fair, you know. Well, okay. I'm I'm willing to give Pat a break on this song every once in a while. Every once in a while. Like, oh, the way... uh, Look at you. Look at what you're doing. You did it to me. I'm going to allow it this time. The the way you move ain't fair, you know, drips of... um, 
don't wear a skirt to school because you'll bother the boys. You it's think? like, well, I mean, you know, the way you move ain't fair. Like, just let her fucking do her. Th- let her move. Okay. Like, I think it's it's his it's his uh, another weak attempt at being playful. It is a weak attempt at being. Playful. I, I guess that's it what is. it is. Well, and and yeah. we hear plenty of playful. And later there's on. more of that coming. Oh yeah. That actually, some of them aren't as bad as that one. I'm curious to see your uh, reaction to your the reaction. To the, hey, soul sister, I don't want to miss a single thing you do tonight. Tonight. Well, once again, this isn't that. This isn't terrible. Okay. This, the, you know, the 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 worst parts are the uh, the Mars attacks and the uh, and the colliding. You know, that, that's 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 where we, we really so stumble in the first part. Yeah, I, I would have to say that the the um that the that the choruses aren't as disastrous as the verses. Yeah, I don't know. There's something that just sits with me really weird. Well, it is about, a Pat Monahan uh, song. There's about movie. the way the the way you move ain't fair. You know. I mean, I, I I guess he's he is trying to be like flirty and playful, but there's something that just maybe it's the scar on the chin. Maybe it's you know <laughs> you're just, you're picturing Pat I, saying it. That's the problem. Yeah, and I don't want to miss a single thing you do tonight. I see him in her bushes with like a knife in his teeth. <laughs> like I refuse. I don't think you understand. I refuse to miss a single thing you do tonight. I will watch you guys give that guy a blowjob. <laughs> Hey. The second single off this <laughs> off this album is "Where's My Night Vision Goggles." <laughs> Where's my night? Hey, 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 just hey, in, <laughs> hey, just in time. I'm so glad you have a one track mind like me. Okay, yeah, okay. He's 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 drawn the conclusions once again. You're right. What do you think the one track mind is? Well, in this case, it's her, it's the moonbeam. Okay. Moonbeam. Yeah. What's the metaphorical equivalent of a penis? You know, if a moonbeam is a vagina, what's the medical meta, metaphorical equivalent? Uh, I don't know. My comet. Yeah. My now, my rocket ship. My automatic interpretation of this was that they just wanted to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the annotation for genius dot com. Um, two contributors say to have a one track mind means that you are always preoccupied with the thought of a certain thing. In this case, he's probably referring to the thought of this girl and he's glad that she thinks of him in the same way. Mm-hmm. This may also be a slight play off of the band's name train. Cause it says one track mind, which I thought was pretty cute. Um, I don't think past that deep. <laughs> I don't think I just so don't. either. No, no. Well, he leaves, he tries to be, he leaves that to the guy who said that, uh, they had a runaway hit, mm-hmm. uh, with the train song drops of Jupiter. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I, I thought, uh, you know, that maybe, uh, it was like, oh, I'm, I'm glad you have a one track mind like me. And that is just, uh, the two of us banging. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, um, I, I guess that I could be wrong there. I guess mm-hmm. it could not be that, that kind of situation. And it's just kind of like general one track mind dumb, mm-hmm. um, but uh, that's that's kind of how I always took it. Um, you gave my life direction, a game show love connection. We can't deny. This is where Pat admits that he's like a, a real Chuck Woolery fan. You know, he's like, hey, by the way, that guy, Chuck Woolery, you know, the conservative Twitter hater. I'm a big fan to 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 liken your love of someone with a game show called The Love Connection, which is 
ostensibly people just meeting for the first time. Right. Seems very trite. <laughs> it, it, it's a little weak. Um, it, it, it definitely is. But here, man, listen, by this time, Pat, there's got to be, there's plenty of girls out there that have, uh, you know, walked like summer for him. Have been and, his moon. And have, walked have, like have, rain. Have exposed their moonbeams. So, um, I mean, they're buying into it at this point, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm so obsessed. He's so deep. I mean, after say after saying a game show love connection we can't deny, he has now gone to obsession. Mm-hmm. My heart is bound to beat right out of my untrimmed chest. <laughs> Wait a second. What did you just say? I'm so obsessed. Yes. My heart is bound to beat right out of my untrimmed chest. That's fucking disgusting. It's awful. I, I, I didn't... Is there something I missed? How did I miss that? I don't know. How did I freaking miss that? Seth is right I'm, now. I'm furiously <laughs> pounding my he phone. He's seriously How looking. How did I miss that? Yes. Far and away. Oh my God. Do you know what that just did? Do you know what that <laughs> did? That evoked like images of a Steve Carroll, 40-year-old virgin style okay. waxing yeah. on Pat Monahan. That's a horrible image. That's a horrible, horrible image. Yeah. And... and I'm and dr- I mean, look, I've I'm never trimmed checking. my chest in my that. life. No, he did. I'm, he didn't write that. Oh, my um, God, he did. <laughs> and oh. I mean, look, I've never trimmed my chest in my life. And I've known some men who have. But I mean, it's just painting a picture you don't need to paint. No, no. And it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. No one deserves this. How did his career not die right Pat there? Pat Monahan, shame on you. I'm God. so obsessed. My heart is bound to beat out of my un out my untrimmed chest. Shame on you, Jim Stafford, for letting this happen. The rest of the band, you're right. They're all complicit. God damn it! That's so fucking horrible, man. That's terrible. I believe in you, like a virgin. You're a Madonna, <sighs> and I'm always gonna want to blow your mind. Like a virgin. It's. I think it's him. You know this whole. He's being cute, hearkening back to the 80s, you know, popular culture in the 80s. Like, this will be cute if I throw this in here. It's just, it's, it's you know, more weak songwriting. So, it really yeah, is. here's the thing. Here's what's frustrating about this. Like a Virgin, Your Madonna could be talking about Lady Madonna, the virgin birth. He's talking about Madonna. Well, it's a, du- I think it's, a, I think he's trying well, to make a double, double reference here. Double entendre, yeah. That Like a Virgin, Madonna, mm-hmm. and then... Like a virgin, your lady Madonna, you're the the mother of Jesus. Mm-hmm. But in the end, what are you, what is it you're saying? It's got well. I would like to think that he's referring to her as '80s pop singer Madonna, because if he's referring to like the Mother Mary, the Virgin Mother of Jesus Christ, you know, can you imagine Joseph standing over and saying, "And I'm always going to want to blow your mind," you know? So please, God, let it be. Let it be. I'm so obsessed. The filthy '80s, yeah. The, let it be the filthy '80s Madonna. You know, let him and Dennis Rodman go off and be obsessed together. You know, I believe in you, like a virgin. Your Madonna. I believe it. You're right. I. Oh man. I. It just. Doesn't... Oh, this is the. We have happened upon the single worst verse or stanza that he's probably ever written. This is it. 
my oh. untrimmed chest. You haven't gotten I to the third verse, I guess. Oh, go, go yeah, ahead. the untrimmed chest is is no. This is the worst. Terrible. This is the worst. Uh, the chorus, "Hey, soul sister, ain't that Mister Mister on the radio stereo?" And just to clarify, I think he's saying a radio and a stereo like the same thing. I don't think he's talking about stereophonic sound. I think he's just saying two words for the same fucking for the same thing. thing. Well. Probably the way you move ain't fair, you know. Hey, soul sister, I don't want to miss a single thing you do tonight. I'm gonna fucking just hound you and be a fucking creep across the room with okay. a fucking burning scar. Right. Then we get to the bridge, which is, is where they always me. shine. The way you can cut a rug. Watching you is the only drug I need. So gangster, I'm so thug. You're the only one I'm dreaming of. You see. They have another song, or I should say Pat has another song called Drive By. Jesus. Yeah, I know, which I don't I don't think I've ever heard, probably don't care to hear, probably just as soulless as this one is. Hey, soulless sister. Yeah, I, I um, but I, I do see somewhat of a pattern in, you know, rich boy from Erie and San Francisco wanting to, you know, be gangsta and thug. It's... um. Watching you is the only drug I need. And then putting, you know, I'm so... I think I think he's lying there, by the way. I think he does plenty of other drugs. I think he has done. I think yeah. he still does. I think he has done. I, can, I, I bet you he's a coffee man. <laughs> so gangster, I'm so thug. There's just Starbucks. something about white dudes from San Francisco saying, I'm, I'm so, so thug. Gangster, That yeah. just, it's like, uh, it's like lyrical gentrification. It's yeah. just like, no, you're not. I know it's a, it, it, what not, it's like. You're is, not Eminem. You're I'm not... moving in here, and I'm going to raise the prices. <laughs> That's what it is. You're right. On terrible. You're pop absolutely music. correct. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna co-opt your culture, bring it in here, and guess what? The prices are all going up. You can't afford this shit anymore. So oh, gangster. And, I'm so thug. Right. It's oh, like, and by the way, you're never going to afford this shit anymore. I just took it. I just took now. it. It's mine now. Yeah. Which uh, I guess is sort of thug. <laughs> I can I can be myself now finally. In fact, there's nothing I can't be. I want the world to see you be with me. Well, he's not afraid to be seen with her. Well, obviously she's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, he's I've seen pictures of his wives and girlfriends and they are beautiful. I mean, we have to say. I'm sure even though he looks like a melty bill hater. He does now. <laughs> <laughs> with a with a chin scar he does look like a botox hater you're it right does. he does just like a, does. just like a, a bill hater that you left too close to a turned on oven it's just like just a little little melty. a bill hater they got burned up by venus now yeah yeah i caught the heat off venus this is probably just me projecting but i i think you're like me in that like you're always you i you hope know? so yeah and that there's like, times i'm not there, I will say that, you know, I've been in a fair amount of relationships and all of them, I can say it's pretty fair that to say that at no point were they like, oh, well, he's a completely different person now than mm-hmm. when I first met because he was trying to woo me or whatever. Mm-hmm. This like I can be myself now. Finally, in fact, there's nothing I can't be. Mm-hmm. It's like, so what were you before? Yeah. Like, what were you trying to, like, what, what kind of airs were you trying to put on first? Like, finally, I can be myself, and the scar is allowed to to glow or whatever, and he's been 
keeping it dead pay. Glowing scar on his chin again. Um, I uh, want the world to see you be with me. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, it's like okay, well, I want the world to see you living, and I want to see me next to you. And I think it's probably the nicest and and sweetest line in the song. Where's I, I'd like to I'd like to know more about this girl. Yeah, I mean, other than the fact that she's the Madonna and like a virgin, and uh, that she's got a one track mind like him, I really don't want to know more about her than this superficial treacle that he's you know made up about her. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not sure if this is about his current wife or um... Um, the one at the time. I think if I remember correctly from my reading, he was married to one woman uh, like when Train got popular and got a divorce from her, and then had a long single period. Which would be par for the course for somebody that's followed that you know that that life that he's had, and then he got married again in the 2010s and had a couple of kids or something. I also think it's very funny that in the uh, Wikipedia article it says the song's chord structure is arranged in an A B A B A B A form. Yes, it is. It rhymes sister with Mister Mister. That it's just like a fact that they give you. Right. It's like, yeah, I know. I. Uh, I heard it. I, I know what it does. It's like saying, this is bad. Right in the Wikipedia article. Yes. Um, and then uh, the uh, then we have Hey Soul Sister, Ain't That Mr. Mr. on the radio stereo. Mm-hmm. The way you move ain't fair, you know. You have to cut that out. Stop moving that way. Mm-hmm. Quit it. Hey Soul Sister, I don't want to miss a thing, a single thing you do tonight. Hey Soul Sister, I don't want to miss a single thing you do tonight. Hey, 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 tonight, hey, Falling back on the, hey, hey, what, what made him the dollar tonight, God, he looks just so weird, I mean, I'm not, I don't, I'm not under the impression that I'm a beautiful man, but Jesus, there's just something uneasy when I see him, it's, I'm, I'm just kind of freaked out. The, the I, I, he, it, 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 would you say he's Botoxed? I think at this point now, yeah, I mean, I was gonna I mean, you say, look at the earlier pictures from 2000. He's not a hideous guy. He's not ugly. But yeah. by now, it looks, he has a he little looks bit like, yeah, go ahead. Back then, he had a little bit more of a look like a guy who just got hired to do oil changes. Yes. And now Absolutely. he's, yeah, now he's a little bit prettied up. He's got a little money from, he's got a little drops of Jupiter money. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a little bit of that tell me spending money. Yeah, I'm not at, I'm not overnight shift at Home Depot anymore. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Now yeah. I've moved up. Yeah. But now, like you said, did you say melty billet? Yes, yeah. I kind of look at him as like a, as like a little rounder John Kerry, you know. <laughs> okay. I mean, that, he's not as not as yeah. He's melty. There, that's a good one. Yes, yes. This song, uh, I would be, um, I would be remiss if I did not mention that uh, this song did win a Grammy Award for Best Pop Performance by a Duo or a Group with Vocals. It's been in movies, I think. Yeah, it's been used um, It's been used a pretty fair amount of th- places. First off, I will mention that it was re-released as a country. We, You and I listened to the country version. Yeah, didn't, um, didn't, didn't improve it at all. No, no um, not at all. No, they've, they played it a bunch out in the world. Uh, it's been played in CSI New York. Right. Uh, in the... Uh, show uh medium um and then uh hawaii 50 um it was played and sung live by aiden james um and of course it's like you know performed many different places which brings up a really good topic at that that's that um train were uh, i mean are just a band that were created 
for television and movie production because everything that they've ever done has been in bad movies and bad television shows and they're just all over the place you know they play you know at every like MTV music award or kids show award show right. or you know halftime at the at the the Doritos Enema Bowl or whatever you know they 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 play everything they were just made for for situations like you know, oh oh, hey, we need that band. What band? Who, you know that one band? Oh, are you talking about Train? Yeah, that's them. You know, we need them. <laughs> right. The one that do that song. You know, the about the it's the the planet. Hey 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 yeah. Like, we need those guys. All of them, Can we get sir. them? Are they available? Oh, they are. Yeah, okay. How much? Yes. <laughs> just, you know, yeah, give it to them. Just give it. To um, them. Uh, you should also mention that you may have heard the song as a cover. Uh, done by Munch's Make Believe Band, the animatronic show live, lo- located at Chuck E. Cheese's restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, I have heard it there. I knew I that. I have might heard be. it there. Absolutely. I got a, I got an eight-year-old kid or a nine-year-old now kid. Uh, yes, we have heard this at Chuck E. Cheese. There you go. A lot. Charles Entertainment Cheese. Uh, and I think that about does it for this song, yes? Well, I'd just like to say one thing. Uh, you know, I went into this thinking that he just wrote songs uh, into this two-part foray, uh, thinking, you know, he wrote songs just for, you know, for girls, to impress girls. And obviously, he had to get pissed off at his mom and dead mom and write up a song about that, which I didn't want to believe at first. But yes, it's very much proven that that's what it is. This is unequivocally about a girl. Oh, yeah. About a girl at Burning Man, possibly. <laughs> Now, how that Though makes he's never sense, been. no, he's never been and probably has the wrong impression of what's going on at Burning Man. Do Apparently, you think he's gone since? I, I, I don't think that he's, no, no, I don't think he has. Okay. Because I think that, um, that, um, that, that he relies too much on clean water and proper toilet facilities. I don't think, uh, I don't think that Pat Monahan is stepping outside the box. Uh, I, he's not leaving his comfort zone. He's yeah, just not. probably I not. mean, because he hasn't in his songwriting. That's he also probably sure. has a restraining order against at least four or five women. <laughs> that would be a Burning Man. Officer, he's the melty guy. <laughs> Wait, isn't this supposed to be Burning Man? Just No, no, no. He really just looks that melty way. Melty Bill Hader can't get you here. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, next episode is going to be an exciting one. We are going to have our first guest. Yes. Uh, Lee Brechneider, my co-host, uh, and new, uh, new, new, new. one of our best friends for no, no. no Nonsense Trivia Podcast is going to come on um, kind of in a perfect storm. Uh, one of our first um, recommendations for a song to do uh, that was emailed to us. He mentioned this song and then Lee, we told him to pick a song and bring it to us. Shockingly. And it's the same song. Yeah. And that is P. Diddy's Come With Me from the Godzilla soundtrack. Um I have not taken a very deep dive into this yet. I got to do some homework on it. I've but... heard the song. I remember the song, but I once again didn't pay much attention to the lyrics. Yeah, so we're gonna be doing that. Yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to dig deep in here. Uh, in the interim, uh, make sure you listen to that before next Friday, uh, and send us any ideas you have either on the Facebook group, uh, Lyrics to Go Podcast on Facebook. Um, or lyrics to go podcast at gmail. Or I'm sorry, lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. Yes, yeah, and you'll hear that again here on the outro. Uh, but until then, Seth, thank you so much. I am excited about future guests. So am I. Very we have, much so. We have some yummy ones lined up and yes. uh, some other cool stuff. So uh, until then, we will see you next Friday.
idea wandered off. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week.